0: And we are live welcome to this latest episode of totally unscripted my name is martin hoxie and as ever joined by charles maxson ho charles hey martin hey steve
1: hi charles hi. hi martin good to be here again we should really rehearse that opening i feel, <laughs> I
0: feel we stumble over it time. <laughs> anyway so we, we are totally show. unscripted and that's it so um on the show you know this show traditionally it was very Google Apps Script. Um, focus, and um, we've got a guest uh, on the show today who is not unfamiliar with Google Apps Script, but we want to um, also broaden our community's horizons, look at some other products, um, and also potential integrations into Google Apps Script. We want want to keep our core audience happy. So Charles, what what have we got lined up for today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Document AI is a, a great solution for any business that works with lots of paper, and if you think about it, paper is a language that every business speaks, right? You may have, whether it's receipts or invoices or resumes or, or whatever it is, government documentation that you need to turn documents into data, into entities, into searchable, processable content. Why would you have data entry people when you don't need to? The document a, um, AI is a great place to do it. So it's not just paper, digital documents as well, but bring it all together. Also, you mentioned the, the tie into Appscript Apps Script, which I think is super unique. Uh, our guest is also very familiar to us. If you've ever done anything with the AppScript Script environment, uh, she was also on my team for quite a long time before she moved over to the Document AI, and I think mm. it's great to have her. So why don't we bring her on and have a new Tell Us All About.
3: Hello, everyone. It's hey, great man. to be back. How are y'all doing?
2: Good, good. Glad to have you back. Thanks for yeah. It's
3: nice to see some some old familiar faces.
2: Absolutely. So it's 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 glad you remembered us. We we we, we appreciate that. We totally. No, I've been
3: wanting to come on for so long. I'm so glad we can make it happen.
2: Awesome. Great. So, so with that, real quick, uh, why don't you why don't you introduce yourself? I know Where we.
3: Why am I talking?
2: <laughs> we, we, we've got a couple titles for you now, so I'm a little confused on which one's which. But what are you doing? What are do you focused on these days? And give us a little, give yeah. folks a, bit of a little background on what your work is.
3: Yeah. So I work in our applied AI team at Google Cloud. So we work on um, our machine learning products, bringing them to other developers. And specifically, our goal is bringing AI to software developers, not necessarily um, people with PhDs in machine learning or data scientists. We want you to be able to use um, these models and technologies that Google has been building for years, really decades, um, to better help your applications. So this is machine learning for software developers. Awesome yeah and then i actually used to be on the g suite developer relations team so um that was my my first foray into um working at google but with the external world
2: you just showed how dated that was because you just called it g suite
0: (laughs) 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 it happens it happens so real some of us remember when it was google apps yeah Yeah, google apps (laughs) when
3: when i was there it was g suite yeah i left before the the name transition
0: so let, let's, dive, let, let's dive
2: in. This is a great topic. And again, as Martin mentioned, it's, it, it may be outside of the bounds of folks that uh, are, are focused specifically on Apps Script. But as I mentioned, if you've got paper, you need Document AI. What is it? And it, it's clearly more than just like OCR. What is Document AI? How do you pitch it? How do you phrase it?
3: Yeah. So Document AI, it's, it's really a platform. Um, so we've bundled up different technologies that help you actually process um well, we, we've actually coined, uh, the, the term is dark data. So you have PDFs, you have receipt images, um, you have images with text data in it. Uh, but this data, it, the reason why it's dark is that you can't really use it programmatically like a developer yet, right? So it's data that maybe you're storing for compliance purposes or that you actually just don't have a way to automate data extraction out. So it's kind of just, it's dead data. You're not using it to you know, fuel customer decisions or, you know, you might have manual steps in a, in a process that you could expedite if you could actually um, get data extraction for it. So there's actually a lot of technology under the hood that we have put together and then optimized for documents, whether it's handwritten or digital. Um, so this includes, uh, you know, OCR vision so you can accurately, you know, pull out the text. This is a very classic machine learning um, space. Then we also have natural language. You can actually understand the meaning of the text in there, right? You're not just extracting all of the text. If I have, um, I'll demo a receipt in a little bit. But if you have a receipt, right, you know that you're going to have line items. You're going to have total values. There's currency. Uh, all of that semantic meaning. Um, and then we also leverage things that have just, you know, sort of been Google's bread and butter. So, like, knowledge graph. Um, if I search something in search, you're going to get back other terms that are are more closely related, even if they if the actual key values don't match just by letters.
2: Right. So I, I I may have oversimplified in the opening by saying, hey, you can turn paper into data.
3: That's I think that's like the most fun visual part of it. It, it but is fun. Uh, it is. Well, it is. A, I kind of like to think of it as an iceberg, right? Like it's a very relatively simple api to use right i put in my paper and i get some data back um but there's just so much happening under the hood that DocAI takes care of for you and that's kind of the whole point of the product
2: but let's translate that to business use cases what are some of the canonical examples that you see or you hear partners customers developers building with document yeah
3: other- absolutely so what i think the team has done a really good job is like really starting with the industry use cases first So we have solutions on top of Document AI specifically geared for industry problems. So one solution we call Lending Document AI. So we have actually trained models on specific form types. So I've mentioned uh, like receipts and invoices as part of the procurement solution. But think about all the world's common um, business forms. So like our lending solution includes specialized models for W-2s, W-9s, pay slips, bank statements, um, documents that you would put into a packet if you are looking to um, purchase a home. Uh, So if you've done that before, uh, it can be a really lengthy process Mm -hmm. um, and where these tools are are geared towards actually solving these real-world problems.
0: I guess this is, you know, where, you know, I think for a lot of people, they'll traditionally think of OCR, but we're talking a lot more in terms of you know, you're able to understand the document more. You're under, able to understand the relationship of things more. So it's not just that looks here's like a some text.
3: A. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. some text. Try to think of some regular expressions and like string functions. Good luck. Um, actually, do you want me to just do the demo right now?
2: Yeah, I think a picture's worth a thousand words. Why don't we jump over and take a yeah. look at it? And
3: see? What um, a JPEG sure. is worth, you know, an hour's <laughs> worth of words. So um, when I say that we have specialized models for um, a lot of the world's, you know, business form types, um, we really have a full toolkit. So I mentioned that we do have OCR. So this OCR variation is specifically trained for documents. So it's trained on um, digital text, but it's also trained on handwritten forms. So that's a really fun, um, really key uh, way that document AI helps you with your data no matter what form that it's in. Um, We even have some tools if you have documents in like a a big packet, right? So um, we have classification and splitting tools. that will tell you um, where each sub document type is within the packet. So I would get back a response like, um, you know, your bank statements are uh, pages two through four so then you could then split it and then run it through the correct processor. Um, here you can actually see the full full set of available uh, document models that we have. Um, so we see you know pretty niche things like this, but then we also have some that are pretty widely applicable. Yeah, uh, I will actually show, um, let's see, I'm going to do the receipt parser, which I have up in this tab. So I'm going to upload this receipt that I have from um, an office supply run. Um, Yeah, so there's a lot in there. We really just want you to be able to take your documents in the raw form that you're getting them from the user and be able to, to go with it. Like, we want you to worry on your workflow, not really that prep part. Um, so this is the, the photo image that I uploaded. So this is a JPEG. Um, this product supports PDFs as well as several different image form types, all in the documentation. Um, let's look at the data that was extracted. So here, um, this is really like a, a preview function that you get in the console for free. Um, but when you call the API, you're getting a lot of info back. So you're getting the data extracted, but you also get um, a lot of information about the metadata, um, if this document has changed, um, you also get spatial information if you want to like integrate this into a front end you can draw these bounding boxes um, but i think the data part is the most important part to start with so let's let's start to look a little bit closer um here on this side
2: so so quick question i'm sorry i was yeah, yeah. Uh, you the developer though you've done nothing so far you didn't train this document right this was actually one of the built-in
3: yeah no this offers. is this is a pre-trained model which means that Google has, um, we've gotten our own data. We don't use any customer data to train these specialized models. And we maintain cool. these app, and they're, uh, for specialized document AI, meaning a document AI for a specific form type, we maintain and grow these models. Um, and we you know, train the model on a variety of documents. So the receipts I really like because it's, a, it's what we call a high variance docu- document. Mm. So every receipt could look different but there are key pieces of information that we know that every single receipt is going to have. Sure. So purchase time, receipt date, we have these line items. And then line items, there's actually you know, different parts. We have the description, the amount, product code, all this sort of thing. So these are the keys that you get back in the JSON response. So these are explicit keys that are guaranteed for every single document um, of a document type. So this is what we call schematization. Um, this is so much easier to work with as a developer versus just getting back the OCR text. So once I, um, the, schema, the schema per document is in the documentation um, and you can just guarantee that you'll get these pieces of information back on every document and it makes it really easy to, you know, put into a database or maybe just take the key pieces that you need for a downstream service.
2: Absolutely. So a couple of things. First of all, you had mentioned benefits way beyond OCR. Uh, one of the things here, you can tell a lot more about this than what the receipt says, correct?
3: Yeah, a good good leading question. <laughs>
2: sure.
3: So let's take a look at that. So um, I've shown you certain things, right? Like we talked about the line items. Um, I actually want to call your attention to one of the, the fun integrations that we have with Google Knowledge Graph. So if you look at the supplier address, right. we are able to get back this Full address, but nowhere on the receipt does it actually have the address. So I'm gonna zoom in so you you know that I'm not lying. This is the this is what Document AI saw. Um, but there's a couple things that it knows, right? Like it knows this logo, and then it knows Los Gatos. So it was able to um, using basically the same technology, the back search, supply that full address that I would probably need. So this is done just automatically it's put back in the response. So this aims to save, you know, data entry or data validation time.
1: That's awesome.
2: And yeah. you did, again, as a developer, you did nothing to make that happen. It
3: yeah.
1: Um, I think some images have lad- latitude longitude code or metadata too, right?
3: Oh, yeah. That's actually something, um, yeah. I don't know if it, it looks at that or not.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was just curious about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, um certain values that are a little bit finicky to work with so address um total amount um and phone numbers uh something else that it does is normalize it
2: let me ask a question on the amount so martin's based in scotland they use a funny different currency uh, yeah, you're right, they use commas, they've got the, uh, What? you're still on the pound, aren't you? Uh, we still have the pounds. <laughs> or the, how, again, what, how does that work with uh, your ability to read that and understand
1: the difference?
3: Yeah, so in the in the response, you're gonna get back a lot of stuff. You'll get back the original text that this is keyed to, right? But then what well, you're also going to get back is a normalized value. So what that means is that we're actually gonna break this up to where you get each individual piece of information. So for a date, um, you get back you know, a key value pair for month, year, date, time. Um, so that makes it really easy for you to repackage it up into whatever service that you're integrating it into. Uh, so, you know, the first time I, I worked with Document AI, I actually wrote some code to put it into a spreadsheet. Um, so this made it much easier to, uh, to merge into the daytime mm-hmm. format that spreadsheets use just by default. That makes
0: sense. I think so date is, huge,
2: is probably a big uh,
3: yeah. one. Yeah, date. Just big just there are,
0: yeah there's so many different variations on how you can write a date and yeah internationally yeah. as well so just getting that I think is like a huge win I can't believe you're getting kind of a, an address when an address isn't there yeah so it really is you know doing a lot more than OCR
3: yeah so that that's the whole point point. Um, and especially the international thing right like mm. most you know companies are global global if not like going global. Um so you you get like currency so you know all this stuff in a very structured way to deal with programmatically than having to infer it and then you introduce a lot of risk and chaos and ambiguity
2: all right so we talk about the benefits here we save time because documents scanned in it's now data the data is accurate it's more efficient we can now do intelligent things with it what else what are the next steps where do we go from here with this
3: um, well, it's really what what problem you want to solve. Like, what solution are you trying to build? Do you want to build something from scratch? Um, there's a lot of different ways you can go. Or um, if you have a document workflow already, uh, migrating to Document AI, you know, should reduce a lot of steps. But you know, you'll have to go through that cloud migration.
0: I, th- I think as well, we got a question on training data, but. You're saying that there are specific models already created by Google, so no need for training data? Yeah, so
3: you don't need to know, You don't even need to know machine learning at all. You really just mm-hmm. hit this endpoint back and it gives you back the data. But this is what Google's machine learning team, um, our AI department, um, this is what they've been building on is building the tooling, the infrastructure, and training the models um, to handle all of this for you. So you don't need to um, do any of that Uh, You just get to use it.
2: So if I bring my own document, right, maybe I write a Google Doc and I take that Google Doc and I print it out and have people fill it out at an event or something. I don't know. know, I'm looking for a use case. Is that something that's easily trainable?
3: You can do this yourself, right? We've had AutoML and training models um, for several years now. Um, but if you don't wanna do that, this is the, the problem that Document AI solves. There's um, actually a few different variations of Document AI. Okay. So first we have um, the, the what we call general Document AI. So that's the, uh, we have tooling for OCR, but we also have a form parser, which will take any form that you upload and it, it understands that like every form is really a set of question and answers. So it, it gives you those key value pairs back. Um, then if you want, Another level of control, then you have the specialized models, which, you know, we know, we know what the keys are going to be. Uh, but then way on the, if you want to do a bit of your own machine learning, um, let's say that your enterprise has its own form type and you need really high accuracy for your form type, we provide the tools to where you could train your own processor and use it.
2: What does that involve? Like, how hard is that? What's the effort of actually training? A that's
3: like it's pretty. It's pretty variable about uh, you know what type of document that you're you're trained, you're training. So you'll you'll have to really dive uh, deep into that.
2: You mentioned it, there's a procurement document use case, which seems to be common. You kind of I guess that's the greatest hits of documents that folks yeah. <laughs> use. Can you go into more detail on what that is and what it, what it covers?
3: Yeah. So procurement um, was really designed for the whole procurement life cycle end to end. So this includes specialized processors for receipts, like the one that I'm showing Mm -hmm. you, um, expenses, invoices, utility statements, um, that sort of thing.
1: Got it. Uh, I got a question. Uh, I've been to a doctor's office, you know, fairly recently and they have paper forms and I have to use my handwriting. I tried to print well. How is it, you know, reading handwritten uh, input forms?
3: Yeah, so that's something that you can test and the, actually, and I think the documentation itself has a embedded um, embedded demo right there that you can test yourself, but we've trained OCR models specifically on handwritten form types. So it's not just generic vision OCR, it is, it is optimized specifically for documents.
2: So I, I have to pile on Steve's question because uh, that is one of my biggest pet peeves in life is every time you go to a doctor, including the same doctor, You've got a handful out this form. What what's the effort like? What's the threshold for knowing that there's a good solution problem to solve out there, based upon the effort to 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 do something with it? Because I mean, clearly, and maybe this is a you know, a industry looking for for help around it. But what would it take, or what what, what would it, what's the effort that someone has to do to kind of start one of these solutions off to make it actually you know an MVP viable, justifiable yeah. use case?
3: I mean, that's a really good question. It it really depends on. You know, the enterprise, your document, the amount of documents that you have, and, you know, what engineering resource, resources you have available. There are several different ways to use Document AI. Um, we have client libraries, you know, in all your favorite languages. Um, we even, I wrote an app Script sample if you want to, uh, you know, just use the PDFs and images that you have in Google Drive. You can integrate that into, you know, an add-on, a web app, that sort of thing. So,
2: um, okay. Can you tell us more about your, I mean, I think this audience may get a a good kick out of it. Can you tell us a little more about the app script sample?
3: Like what? Yeah. So if you've ever used URL fetch before, that's exactly what we have. We published this app script sample to um, one of our GitHub repos. Uh, You hit the endpoint, and then, um, you know, because it's app script, I wanted to utilize uh, the the built-in functions that you have. So the sample uses a drive file and, it also shows you how to do it with OAuth, um, but those are the sort of components that you you need to get it working in Apps Script.
0: I think it. I've, look, I've looked at the code. It's it's nice and clean. It's. I'm immediately, my my, my fingers are getting itchy. I've got things I want.
2: Yeah, to Yeah, I'm work, hoping
3: we that we it. get, get a chance to to work with it and give us some feedback, mm. Martin.
2: Well, that's what that's that's kind of my question. So I I, I admit I haven't worked with it. And my question is how complicated is it? I mean, if I am an app Script developer or regardless of my background, what's the learning curve? What's it like to get started? How can I, I mean, it's an intelligent solution it does a lot of the work for you, but how hard is this actually to approach and actually make a working solution?
3: Yeah, so I will say the caveat is that we really, the trade-off that you make is that, you know, we want you to take all this information about the document and do whatever you need to do well, what you're, you're getting back a lot of information when you put in the document. So um, it's like any other API, and especially if you use this AppScript um, code sample, right? I hit the HTTP endpoint, and I get back a JSON response. Uh, the JSON response is um, they've designed the standard for representing documents. So you don't only get the data extracted back. You get layout values. Uh, you get you know, um, a digital way to represent the different text and the different uh, layout features like this barcode, if you have any images uh, embedded. So you're getting everything back, um, these bounding boxes. And so you can look at the code samples on on how to use it. Uh, We wanted one API response to serve a variety of different use cases, whether it's, you know, just backend services, data analytics, uh, putting into a, a storage system or actually integrating this into the front end, which is why you get like the, the raw image back and a lot of uh, front-end information.
0: I think I think people should have a go at, with, with AppScript Script with it. But obviously, yeah. there, there are lots of other ways. You mentioned client libraries, but for people who perhaps don't want to particularly go there, or is, are there um, partners available to yes. can help with self and things like that?
3: Yeah, definitely partners. Um, You can even use AppSheet uh, to work with this. You'll have to do a little bit of the wiring. Um, But I think all of these technologies are are pretty compatible with each other.
1: I actually just thought of a a potential use case, or actually I heard a request once. Uh, Imagine some of these contracts that uh, businesses get. Um, They're very long. A lot of them will, will have a section that says, refer to this other section. And now they're scrolling down. Now they got scroll back up where they left off. Then they scroll back down. So you talk about a document splitter, right?
3: So mm-hmm. I'm thinking,
1: isn't it possible to take the big contract and tell it to uh, take the subheadings or something like that and break it up, and then and then maybe restructure it so it's easier to read without. That's totally
3: something down. that you would be able to do with the um, pieces of information that come back, uh, in the the document response and. Um, you know, it's going to take a lot of coding, and you really have to know your document data to do that. But it is definitely doable.
1: Wow, very good.
2: You yeah, you mentioned I mean, you mentioned like the mortgage industry, obviously known for their paper and known for their process and known for you sign you know six hundred different pages when you when you buy something. Are there sophisticated solutions that you've seen either first party built by by? mortgage companies their own or are there partners? Is that a, a very common use case? You know, I haven't.
3: I'm nowhere near um, being able to buy a, a home myself. <laughs> uh, but but I, a I haven't actually area. looked, I haven't looked too deeply into that, that uh, industry.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. I would say that, that that would be a pretty logical one. I'm sure uh-huh. we'll, we'll discover it or maybe they, you know.
3: Yeah, but they, they've really invested in, in the document types that you do need for that. So, like, if you remember from the previous screen, right, you saw W-2s, W-9s. Oh. Um, if you've actually looked at W-2s and W-9s, they're, they're very text-rich. So there is a lot of explanation of what each form field is, right? Uh, I, as a developer, know that, you know, I'm really going to want pieces of information like first name, last name, social secu- security number, your wages. Um, but if you run a W2 or W9 through OCR, you get back a lot, a lot of text. It's much easier to work with um, when it's schematized.
0: Right. In, in a previous life, I used to work for a document scanning company. Wow. Yeah. So um, it was um, after I graduated, before I got my first proper job, but <laughs> I used to spend my days scanning credit receipts. And then uh, after I scanned them all, I would have to manually type in the amounts. <laughs>
3: <It> that just... <laughs> that's exactly what document AI yeah. is trying to solve. And you know what's funny is, uh, you know, I work at Google, right? Um, but like to make these demos, I had to go print documents, and I was, you know, trying <laughs> to use my worst handwriting. I was cr- crinkling them. I was filling tea, coffee, and taking um, phone image, phone uh, images, uploading them. And then just putting the image files into Document AI, and that's that's how I make my demos.
0: Well, it's it's like the one of the previous companies I worked for, completely distributed, no physical office, but still required, um, you know, receipts for tra- train travel and things like that. And um, it was like the bane of my life was to key all this stuff in, and now I'm thinking I could just do away with all that.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, I know. Well, even, even here, even our current employer, you still have to, like, take a photo of the receipt or scan it and get it into, yeah. load it into the tool. And then someone has to, you know, run it through something. I don't even know how to use it. But it, it is, again, I think all paper should go away and, and should be banned.
3: And I never do my expense reports on time. so You're,
2: You are notorious for that. I do yeah, remember Yeah, I that.
3: am. Yeah, I know Olaf is watching. He used to have to, you know, remind me many a time.
2: How many times was your G card suspended? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, God, total pivot question for a second. So do you, I mean, obviously this is extensible. This is a developer show, folks who develop for Workspace. Do you know of any developers or any add-ons that are built specifically yet? Maybe there aren't yet, but do you know of any partners that have actually built an add-on yet?
3: I don't for the
2: yeah. I'm, again, I'm hoping some folks tune in and watch. And yeah. And kind of get this. If you I'll are,
3: be- please let me know. I'd love to see what you built. Definitely tweet at me some questions.
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome. And Steve, I know. I mean, I know you build a lot of solutions for for a lot of different businesses. Where Where do you think this could play in? Where do you, I mean? What are some of the things that kind of catch your imagination?
1: I'm thinking workflows. It could be digital based right? We mentioned the whole PDF stuff. So there are many people that says, "Hey, I've got a uh, current set of data. Maybe it's a spreadsheet. I want to convert it to PDF. I want a snapshot in time. And due to some regulations, perhaps they have to log that somewhere. Yeah. Um, But then when it comes to, Hey, I, I need a little bit extra help with my discovery later on, I need to now go reference those and it would be great to have more metadata on all those things. Right. So I can see where, where, where that could help.
3: So all of this, yeah, this is what the end team has really thought about. Um, is what the actual use cases are instead of just, you know, let me give you back some keys. There are ways for you to to digitize and capture that in the document itself.
2: Yeah. One of our big marketplaces for lack of a better term or listener audience base is the EDU sector. Have you heard of any specific EDU sector use cases?
3: Oh, that's a really good. I was
2: care. I mean, I would sit there and go, hey, just
3: <laughs> figure no. out how great, great
2: tests or great papers or I don't know that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm just to figure out if there's any anything you could do there.
3: Yeah. yeah, one of my colleagues actually in our in our Paris office, um, his wife is a is a school teacher, so he was actually experimenting on, um, you know, how to write like a test grader uh, doing this. Now it, it was pretty cool.
2: I can imagine because you always hear you know teachers always say, oh, I have to go home and you know grade papers. I'm like, hmm, couldn't this help?
3: Yeah, <laughs> has
2: an this analysis way. on your on your written text and bring it in. And go, oh, this is definitely an A minus.
3: <laughs> yeah, Laurent has this really neat setup actually, where he uses like a webcam and you know wrote an App Engine app where you slide the document underneath that webcam and then you know it's in the cloud. Um, it feeds it to Doc AI and then he's able to actually draw like on top of the image like live um, with that that like scanner setup.
0: Well, that's pretty neat. We, we've talked a bit about kind of some smaller scale solutions. How, how big can you go? How many? How I mean, many this documents? is a cloud
3: service, right? So it's you can call it synchronously, kind of like how I just did, where mm-hmm. um, it's an API response you can do. If you do it synchronously, um, you, you feed in your document, you get back the response. But um, we understand that. You know, a lot of use cases are going to be analytics heavy where you're Mm -hmm. batch processing documents in the background. You know, maybe this is something you do nightly, weekly um, because you're going to do analytics on it later. So the asynchronous API um, allows you to do uh, significantly more in the thousands in the documentation, the exact specs. Um, If you're going to use it asynchronously, you have to get your documents into Google Cloud Storage. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you call the asynchronous API uh, pointing to your batch. Uh, And the response is actually written back out to Google Cloud Storage. So then you read the document JSON responses um, once it's done and you're able to continue with your workflow.
0: And are there integrations into other Google services? Yeah, so Google Cloud
3: Storage is the the main one. And then, um, yeah, we love to demo um, AI products with BigQuery. So um, we have those code samples where you can uh, wire it yourself.
1: I'm also thinking about Google Forms. Uh, I mean, a lot of people in EDU and other uh, use cases, they use Google Forms a lot. And we now have this upload file capability, Mm. right? So you got perhaps images and stuff. Mm. Well, what if uh, I can see uh, an example where uh, they're uploading certain receipts and it needs to know, to help out with productivity, to say, uh, who's the vendor? Or is it a certain amount threshold has been reached? In other words, instead of a human being going through that labor to say, I need to analyze and go with all these if switch conditions, right? Uh, This document AI can do that for you, right?
3: So yeah, absolutely. So Google Forms, right? Like it will upload the image to Drive, write some app script or you know any language that you want with the Drive API, um, and then integrate Document AI. Totally doable.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I I always see the great use cases in AppSheet where you can you know, upload files and they say, oh, you know, field employees can go out and take pictures of things or yeah. you know, load up documentation. And, and this can actually be the, the next step to pick it up versus having some person have to go, you know, review them all at the end of the day.
3: Yeah. yeah. Or every time that you, you know, have to fill out a user profile, like it's all that information is in every document.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Having mentioned that, you know, that this was my day job a long time ago and I'm very aware depending on how much coffee I'd had in the morning, uh, how much human error might be involved.
3: Yeah.
0: Are you, I'm guessing the accuracy levels are a lot higher with document AI?
3: So, I mean, these are trained on, huge amounts of data, um, but accuracy, I'm really glad you brought that up because um, something we haven't talked about yet is that in the API response, you're not only getting back this data, but you're also getting a confidence score
1: You know, mm. for
3: each one of these keys, right? And you're getting a confidence score for the whole document. So um, there is actually a way for you to uh, set up this human review. So we have, we call it human in the loop. So if uh, you know certain keys or maybe the whole document doesn't hit a certain confidence threshold. Um, let's say I, you know, want a human reviewer of my choice to review every receipt that doesn't have a 98% confidence threshold on the line items. That's something that I can configure. Um, it's a, it's sort of another form of an asynchronous um, step in your workflow. If it does require a human review, um, you can set up who your reviewers, labelers are. It'll go to them. Um, they'll work on the document. And then when they're done with it, the response that was written out to Google Cloud Storage and JSON will be updated with the new data.
0: Oh, cool, that's, yeah. so, that's nice.
3: Because I mean, a lot of the document yeah. types that I'm talking about, they're pretty sensitive um, um, when you start to talk about tax forms, bank statements, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And like, yeah, we get it. You have to be accurate in um, what we call mission critical workflows. Yeah. yeah.
0: And
2: that makes sense to also make it legal binding right
3: yeah I mean you could set the confidence threshold to mm.
2: um,
3: you know one hundred and always have it reviewed but um we give you that that flexibility
2: mm. I was just thinking of the use because I was you know I think about all the paper I've run across in, in trying to build solutions in the past and I've seen customers I remember one customer used to brag about this large customer that every single piece of correspondence they ever had with a one of their customers, they kept. They literally physically kept it in a vault, physical vault. They had a lot of it. And so I was thinking, what are what are some of the are? Have you heard of people doing archive type solutions where you could get out of paper? And if you have a confidence level, you can mm. get rid of that paper. And then you get the benefits of not just getting rid of a warehouse full of paper, but it's searchable, it's mineable, it's discoverable. Yeah. You can do all the great you know analytics on it to understand the customer, not just. Door stuff from the customer.
3: That's exactly what Doc AI was built for, like in mind, um, how the product was built. Yeah, if you're doing that, um, definitely let us know.
2: Yeah, no, that's a great use case. I think a lot of people need to do that, right? Yeah,
3: the in the comp, you know, the concept of digitization, digitalization, um, this is all about turning your unstructured content into structured data.
2: So let me flip that around for a second, because I, Personally, hate documents. Like I'm now, crinkle receipts up and throw them away as soon as somebody gives them to me and all that type of stuff. I hate. I used to keep everything for years. You know, the whole seven years of everything. Have you seen of any anybody doing personal-based solutions? Like, for example, managing some of your own content. I mean, is, have you seen anybody build one of those yet? Or have you, is there any good
0: use cases you've thought of? If you've demoed yourself just to play with to 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 improve. I think them. what Charles is trying to work out here is: I and mean, like. do you use this to digitize yeah. your own receipts
2: a little yeah. bit, or, or even better? Are, are there? I mean. There's no ways I can use it to He's no, like, what are the use cases I could look for that I could I borrow or leave for? So I just, I, again, I, there's so many, I mean, okay. Here's how I'm using paper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to- If
3: you print out different forms to show yeah. us, like that would have been really perfect. Charles, show us your W2.
2: Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Are there personal or other consumer-based use cases that you could think of? Yeah, or actually, with anything you?
3: with your social security number, I'd love to see it.
2: No, no, no. no. That I can't share because we don't talk about PII. Yeah. How about, uh,
1: how about if somebody gives too much information, is there a redacting piece? you know, blacks out something, things like that?
3: Yeah, so there is actually a tool that Google has, um, independent Doc AI called DLP, which does a lot of this for you. That's right,
1: that's right.
3: Um, Yeah, and then actually on that note, on a a serious note, so your data, you can read about this in the FAQ, but like this data really isn't stored. Your data is yours. Um, Google does not use customer data to train their models. um, So that's something really important that um, people looking at the solution need to know.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because that's the the worst thing is, you know, documents are sometimes used because they are the less perfectly secure thing because there's no other physical copy or virtual copy. Yeah. So yeah, that no, makes sense. All right. But what else can you tell us? What else do we know? Like where should we go for more information? How do we get started? What's the you know what's your what's your advice for anybody listening who goes, I have documents or I want to
0: build an add-on or I wanna build this into my workflow.
3: I've, yeah. I'm, Quick
0: question for that, Mm -hmm. um, which may even lead on to that. You'll tell me to read the documentation. But um, just in terms of, uh, you know, we talked about confidence of data. I wondered in terms of data validation so back to my previous job, scanning records. what I used to do was scan court records.
3: Oh, um, yeah.
0: And um, I got pulled up from by my boss once because I'd entered the date completely wrong. It was a hundred years out. And in terms of data validation, is that something that the developer needs to think about in terms of when they get the response back from document AI? Yeah. So
3: that's definitely, definitely depends on your use case, but you, you know, you will get back the the date in a very clear format. Those are the sort of like business logic rules that you can then actually explicitly write in your code. Right. Whereas before, you didn't have anything directly as a variable to work with, you know? Yeah.
0: You didn't always know it was a date object. Yeah. So you're working with a date, you can yeah. see it's in the right sense. That's
3: actually, yeah, maybe that's the <laughs> code sample that we could get, right? Um, you know, how to actually write your own validation code on mm-hmm. the schematized values. And, you know, if a, if a date is more than 5, 10, 15, 50 years, maybe it needs a human yeah. review. Yeah
0: anyway, I interrupted. Where
2: can oh, we
3: you're all good. About? Yeah, any more questions more from the chat? About?
2: There's a couple comments saying that, it, uh, there's a good one that says, it feels like our service recognizing handwritten tables and the workspace add-on could be simplified and redone. Mm. Sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is actually something that Document AI does is it, um, in the layout, you can read about what layout information Um, does get returned to you but the structural um, data of the document right um, like tables and that sort of thing are are put into a json format that you can come back the the table recognizer parser is um something that we've seen a lot of customers use and the the spatial information in a way is also can be as equally as important as the text itself right like if something's really big something's bold um, that means it's probably really important. So you have the flexibility to use both types of information.
2: Well, one of the things I'm interested in is you. You, you mentioned you've got obviously these predefined you know, processor forms or, or, or uh, document types. But you also mentioned you have specific knowledge of entities too, right? Mm-hmm. So like the, you know, the, the knowledge graph is picking up entities that can do things with. How extensive of a library is that? I mean, is there? I mean, what are some common examples of that?
3: Yeah, so right now you really see it with the um, validation for supplier name and address. And um, so that's what it's looking at in the knowledge graph. But um, what's on the road, you can keep paying attention to the documentation.
2: So let me ask you that magical question. You, say, you mentioned, obviously, where you're at now. Do you have uh, any roadmap snippets you can share? You can say, no, I can't if you can't. But there are, what
3: I will say is, Let me flip this. So um, we have our Google Cloud Next conference coming up mid-October, October, uh, October, I believe 12th through 14th. We, have been working on a lot of Document AI content that we're gonna uh, show at Cloud Next, and I'm super excited. So if you are interested, definitely dial in.
2: So you have news and announcements is what you're saying?
3: I'm saying that it's gonna be a fun Mm -hmm. Cloud Next next month.
2: Awesome, No, I look forward to that. Is there any specific sessions that you may not know off the top of your head that you want to promote or?
3: Yeah, we have a few um, where we really talk about our customers, highlighting partners and um, things that are future facing. I did a developer, I'm working on developer one. um, So you'll, you know, I'll tweet it um, Got it. and we'll show um, really how to turn this API service into a full fledged application.
2: Folks who may not be following you on Twitter, what's your Twitter?
3: Ashrivas underscore Dev.
2: Okay, we may have to have Martin decipher that and put it. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> okay. we all know how to find. Or y'all know if Obviously
2: you can find the show, we can, they can find you today. So perfectly, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. No, I think be good. if people want to stay in tune. I know Anu talks quite a bit about this publicly and has done a bunch of shows and has a bunch of resources and stuff like that. So definitely, yeah, up with her if you want to find her and DM her on Twitter and and learn more. And
3: yeah, we, we, I recorded a a 45 minute hands on workshop uh, earlier this year on how to use Document AI. If you are, um, if you like the Python um, notebook environment, um, that's what we use and we, We provide sample data, we show you how to make the client library calls and sort of parse out the data. Um, So that's a recording that you can also look at.
2: Awesome, that's a good one. And you just saw her Twitter handle was flashed up there, so you can follow her and find her and learn more. And then the main page, I think, if you could just flash up if you haven't already, there you go. The main page, easy to find, obviously, cloud.com slash with a hyphen in it but there's actually a pretty good amount of resources up there. I was pretty impressed browsing through there on how much stuff you get up there and samples and and, uh, uh, explanation. So you can definitely get more there as well too. So it sounds awesome. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share with us or anything else you could say or or gentlemen? Give me your
3: questions, but um, overall, (laughs) thank you so much for having me. I think this this product makes so much sense for people to use with workspace, um, whether it's, you know, Apps, script, full client libraries, or if you want to use a no code environment, I'm um, really excited to see what y'all build.
2: Yeah, we look forward to seeing obviously how we bridge our technologies with years going forward. I think it is, like you said, it's a natural fit, right? It's like I have content, I have documents, I have workflow processes. Yeah. Um, you know, better mm-hmm. together. Guess-
0: if people do encounter problems, it, it's, is there a Stack Overflow tag they can hit? Or Yeah, like...
3: there is definitely a Stack Overflow tag that we're tracking. And then, um, you know, our client libraries are all open source, so you can always file an issue on the client library. And all of that's linked in the documentation.
0: It's actually, not, I, I did do a quick troll of Stack Overflow and there's already some nice Yeah, document. Yeah, yeah I so I, like... we
3: went to GA back in, at the end of April. So this is still really, really yeah. new mm-hmm. when you think of, you know some of our other cloud products. BigQuery's been around for over twenty years, ten years. So uh, this is, you know, we're, we're right at we're right at the start of this.
2: Yeah. So next is kind of your coming out party, right? I mean, we should see a lot more folks learning about this and hopefully picking it up. And you can come back and tell us all the all the things you hear people. do. Yeah. And so yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that'll be super interesting to see where people take it because you know we're sitting here dreaming about things, but I think a lot more, uh, you know, a lot, of, you know. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. A lot of people will find this. I think, like I said, if, you know, every business speaks paper and every business could do more with that and benefit from this, this stock. So I look forward to seeing what-
1: yeah, There, are,
3: there are documents, whether it's paper, digital, every business has documents.
2: Absolutely.
1: I mean, I can see where there's documents. Um, and so you need to parse it. And then depending on the results of the parse, oh, this portion of the document needs to go to legal, that goes to accounting, that goes to somewhere else. And then you now split the document. So parser first, splitter second,
3: right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see a lot. I mean, there's so many different variations of workflows you can see here. So like I said, we'll we'll sit back and see what partners build, what customers build, what you guys guys in the community build and uh, tell us about Mm -hmm. and uh, give us feedback and everything.
0: Yeah, and um, have you built something nice? And it happens to be with Apps Script, ping me. Absolutely. I would
3: love to see a Document AI solution and the Apps Script Solutions Gallery.
2: Ooh, so, so mm, folks who may not know, oh, man,
3: know.
1: Thinking.
2: we've got a neat <laughs> solution gallery for Apps Script developers and, and, and new in our time working with us is one of the folks that actually got that launched and created. and so you have her to thank for that but now she hasn't asked she i do
3: that. It's it's. i'm turning i'm turning the tables around
2: yeah so if anybody wants to build one let us know mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna get it up there so no pressure yeah. <laughs> all right then well i think we've talked you out of document ii everything we need to know about it for now um if no one's got anything else to ask and there's no other questions anu thanks so much for uh, coming yeah up, absolutely
3: and definitely, um, like, please pay attention to next because it's it's really exciting well uh, what we're working on. I'm you know I'm deep in the throes of planning for next right now, so uh, we're really looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. So Charles, what do what have we got next to announce in in terms of totally unscripted?
2: We've got a we've got a few shows lined up. We're trying to figure out some dates. Uh, a couple of things that we're also announcing in conjunction with Next. So, uh, the week of Next, we have a show that I can't say the title of it yet because it's an announcement of a brand new technology. Um, so stay tuned for that. I know it's a busy week, but hopefully you can squeeze us in. And next week we're going to be inviting our friends and partner. Um, that does digital signatures, DocuSign. DocuSign's going to come tell us all about how they've built an add-on to take the workflow of <clears throat> documents yet again, mm-hmm. and bringing them through the process of getting very important digital signatures and simplifying that workflow and building it right into the workspace environment. So we will be joined by uh, Jeremy, who's a GDE, Jeremy Glessenberg, who's GDE, who's going to come up and, and, and tell us about his experience of uh, being the product manager on that. Excellent.
0: Or do we rename? to Do we call the show "Totally Totally Documented"? <laughs> we're
2: getting documented, but yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> again, these are great that kind of touch on You them can't quickly. escape them. You can't can escape them. Yeah. yeah, these are what people do. These are what people do. And, and we're embracing the document. Yeah, so, so absolutely. So I look forward to that that one as well. So stay tuned, folks. We've
0: got a bunch more that are coming along. So yep, yeah, stay tuned. Usual channels to find out. Um, we're sticking with the Wednesday now so um, if in doubt just turn up at the same time each week you'll you'll see something for sure Uh, thanks for the people who joined us in the chat as well thanks for your contributions Um, I I can see a lot of um, gratitude for Anu so uh, we'll pass on your thanks to Anu for those and as Charles says we'll see you next week and uh, happy scripting